0: You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from KJ Whitehead, and KJ talked about the time she had to go to the ER because uh, she lost a dildo inside of her body. This week, I sat down with Corinda Larson, and Corinda told me about the time uh, two small women punched her in the face outside a 4 a.m. bar. Here's Corinda Larson. Well,
1: I've recently had the very (laughs) ladylike life event- Packed the shit out of the table. I did. I was like, "Did you notice that?" You I was did. like, "Bong." You long, noticed? Long. Okay. I don't know. How you did that. I am a lady. This is me <laughs> trying to sit with my legs crossed because I'm wearing a dress. Okay, <laughs> um, and I gotta remember to Likes keep my wide open. By the way,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm looking straight down. We're the, close. Straight down the barrel here.
1: <laughs> That's like, someone asked me literally yesterday what the purpose of my romper was. I was like so. You can be
0: more of a lady when you're sitting around like this.
1: <laughs> That's what I think. I don't know. They're made for people like me or like the skorts, you know? They're oh,
0: I had a skort I, that I really got some use out of in college. Because <laughs> the one thing is you could ride your bike and stuff? Yeah, yeah, you could still feel cute. Nothing's flapping around. You no. Know? I'd wear it to work lot. Not flashing anybody? No. On, on Except an then, I wear it all through college at work. And then, because it's black, we had to wear black. And then my job, my first job here, I would wear it at work in. Uh, and then later on, my one of my bosses said something to my other coworker about, like, yeah, well, Donna's going to turn her whole legs out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I've never had somebody be like, this girl's dressing too slutty at work. Wow. Yeah, you don't give You're me that vibe me. at all. <laughs> no, I. if anything, I'm covering up too much.
1: Yeah. Weird. I guess that's why they have HR now in
0: restaurants. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, they're working on it. I think I've
1: had to take a sexual harassment class. Did you? But really? then I
0: w- yeah we did. But then I was like, who do we report to though?
1: Like, they're like, report to your HR. I was like, okay. And I was like, who do is we that? have an yeah. HR? Who is it? It's 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 like one of the dishwashers. Yeah. Someone non-biased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, I've had the I've recently had the very ladylike life. Event of being in the back of not one but two police cars in a span of a couple weeks. So, in the last month, (laughs) I've been in two. Um, And I wasn't arrested. Okay, I gotta be clear about that. Um, I was more like escorted. (laughs) Um, And um, okay, I'm not gonna say like I'm a a good guy in this story, but I'm not like the bad guy either. Okay, (laughs) so. This is also a life hack. I discovered you can get anywhere for free in the city. Um, The only thing is you just have to get assaulted first, right? I call it Uber Blue. Um, It's pretty fun, pretty entertaining. Um, So the first time I was assaulted, I was at the... This place called the Continental in Chicago. You've been? Oh no,
0: not me. Never been there. (laughs) Definitely haven't closed that bitch out on a Tuesday for sure. Yep, it was a Tuesday. Honestly, it was. I just went there recently. Like I went there, accidentally went like twice in one week. And the second time I was there, I was like, oh, so sad. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, like (laughs) four AM bars should not be allowed ever. And especially if you don't live in Chicago, or if you're like not a normal person. Continental of all the four AM bars. Is I think it's it's one it's kind of my favorite one, but it's also the seedier one. I totally,
1: think. and I like like I kind of laughed at it and thought it was funny because I'm like, oh, there's always a fight, there's always trouble here, right? And I was like never involved me, I guess that's why it was funny, Um, until it did, until it it involved me really quickly. Um, And I was having like one of these nights, okay, Jenna knows me, she's known me for years, I have this tendency to have a little too much fun um, all the time. So I'm really working on that, especially after these um, last two events. Um, But this was not one of those nights where I was working on it, I was like, balls to the walls, like... (laughs) All, bouncing all over the bar, you know, making new friends, like hugging old acquaintances, you know, like <laughs> just trying to have fun, okay, um, as one does sometimes at a bar, right? And it's getting to the time of the night way too late, so it's like 3.30, getting close to bar close, so it's time to like start. Moving, making plans. It's time to
0: hide a beer in your pocket and take it to the after party.
1: Yep, and be like, where are we going next? I absolutely can't go to sleep, Which
0: stranger's horrible apartment will we be crawling into this evening? (laughs) Wake up call. (laughs) And I was feeling pretty, like, hot,
1: too, because um, I had met and was talking to these two, like, very attractive brothers. And they recognized me from a comedy show earlier that night, which felt like, oh yeah. Celebrity like, stuff. Oh, I was feeling very bra- big for my britches. I was feeling very <laughs> cool. Um, and I guess these ladies didn't like that vibe. And it's okay, these guys, these guys are very hot. And one of them was hotter than the other, this brother. And they were from, like, New Zealand or Australia. One of them had the oh, accent. Oh, and an axe. Oh, yeah. whew,
0: look out. And it was how like... How did they get to the Continental?
1: That's um, Right. They were visiting... So this is how. So <laughs> the hot one, Tim. Hot Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, I would, like, you know, I think we were flirting. I thought we were flirting. Um, and then his brother gets kind of pouty and, like, does this bratty thing where he's like, Tim's got a girlfriend. You're like... I'm the single one. You know, he, like, says this out loud. I was like, oh, like, brothers, okay. And I was like, okay, clearly nothing's going to happen here. Like, kind of like, are we going to go party at your apartment? Where are we going to go party after this? I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go party. I'm just going to go call it a night, right? Fast forward to trying to leave. Everybody's outside smoking their cigarettes, calling their rides, or making their new plots on where to go next. And I've got, like, this big, massive... Like,
0: you do always have, the like, bags. five bags. I'm, like, a bag lady, and, and I'm, like, like, stuffed to the brim. Oh,
1: always way too full. So, this was not, this night was not an exception. So, I start digging um through my giant purse or my phone, and then this is where I meet my enemies. They <laughs> are just standing, like, right next to the door, and there's two of them, and I, th- they are two ladies, and I assume they were dating. Well, I know they were dating, but I got the vibe right away that they were a couple, and... Uh, the the first girl. Um, I'm digging through my purse and I have my tarot cards and she sees my cards and she goes, "Oh, what are you a bruja," which is Spanish for witch. And she's Latina and she was a lot smaller than me. They were both small. And I was like, "No, like I use these for like therapy, you know, and journaling prompts, kind of like." And I could tell they were aggressive and wanted to fight. And I've seen this. I've Worked in bars for over a decade. I've seen this with guys where they go out and have a bone to pick with anybody, the whole world, right? Mm -hmm. And I've just never seen it, like, really women act that way, or at least not toward me, so maybe it was easy to go over my head. So I'm like, oh, they're getting, like, kind of... Snappy at me and I'm like and then she responds like well, whatever you are. I don't like your vibe (laughs) And I laugh exactly like that. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm having a great night lady like, you know talking to hot Tim you know like (laughs) Ran into my ex. I feel like I'm looking hot like everything is going great in my world I don't know what the vibe you're getting is kind of thing and I say pretty much that because I'm a, an over-talker. And <laughs> they've got one of their guy friends with them. And he kind of de- de-escalates the situation and kind of, you know, steps in. And I don't, f- I feel like the the conversation is over, right? And I move on to my circle of little friends. You know, we start re- smoking, you know, saying goodbye. And I have this friend, Dali, who's there. And he's smoking a blunt. And I'm like, smoking a blunt. And I'm like, mm. okay, it's time for me to really go. And I'm walking away and I do this hilarious thing where I go, Dolly, Dali, Dali, Dolly. Dali, Dali. You know, like the sports chant, dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then these girls go, what did you call my girlfriend? And they start instantly making a scene. And again, I laugh like that because I'm like, that's how I handle things too. Like I deflect it with humor and also I couldn't believe it was happening. I was like, nothing. And they're like, you just threw something at us. I'm like, no, I did it. Like... And she's like, do you want to get, or I'm like, what are you trying to start here? Something along those lines. And she's like, do you call me retarded? And I was like, no. And she's like, you think it's funny, bitch? And then in within, like, seconds, they were in my face. And my friends, right, go to hold me back, but really, in reality, all they're doing is pinning, like, calling me, to, like, to just get sucked by these <laughs> angry women. It happens so fast, and I'm like... You know, I didn't hit back. I realized I'm not good in confrontations. I
0: freeze, right? And they like it. Finally, they're I freeze too. God, it's so scary. Even just even like, someone's being mean to me when I'm bartending, I just like I like just like blink like a fish. And I go, what? It's so shocking, right? Because I'm not perfect, and I know that I'm sure I do things to piss people
1: off a lot. But in these <laughs> scenarios, when you're like, what, what is happening here? Like, what's the real problem? It's really hard for you to like adjust your mind to that quickly, right? And so I'm instantly bleeding. Their friend, like, gets him in the car, and I'm like, I'm going to call the cops, you know? And I start writing down the license plate number, and I do call the cops. I'm hysterical, and they're like, where are you? You know, do the thing. And so they drive away. They drive off. I'm bleeding everywhere. It's, like, disgusting. I'm like, my nose is broken. Like, I'm going to be so ugly. I realize how vain I was, like, instantly, because it's, like, (laughs) truly the only thing I was worried about and, like, ruining my clothes and things like that. In hindsight, I should just be lucky, like, it really wasn't worse. But... Do they
0: both hit you or just
1: one of them? I think they both did, but oh the first gosh. one, like, I, like, you know, I got hit and I saw couples, stars right couples away. Couples who attack together, Dude. stay together. I know. I hope
0: they're fucking happy. I hope they had some great sex that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope they got something out of this. Honestly, if they needed to beat the shit out of you, I feel like they're probably not having very good sex. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a lot of energy yeah, that they're needing to get out. <laughs>
1: and I was the target that night. Yeah. I
0: can't imagine they're fucking very good. Or maybe it's wild. Who knows? One or the other.
1: I want to. And, and the thing is, like their neighborhood people, it's not like you know. I would recognize them if I saw them again, you know. So that's why I think I had my guard down too. It's like you know, yeah, it's not a great
0: place to hang out, but you know the you know the gist of the people, yeah. there, Right. When I was there, the when I was there twice in one week. The first <laughs> night we were there, Ben was like, he just been like had his arm on like the booth in that like in the downstairs part, and some guy that was sitting in the bar like turns around and goes. If you touch me again, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and he's like, what? Who are you? And then we get there the second time. And that guy, of course, is there because he fucking lives there. I don't think I've ever been there. And he hasn't been there. What a sad life. Yeah. Um, but we're like, yeah, we're leaving this weird guys here. Again.
1: Yeah, just looking for a fight. And, like, that's scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's like, yeah, it's just
0: like, and then it's like, well, now we can't relax. Because, like, I don't want kind to randomly, you know. Yeah, because he's looking for it. Oh, poor Ben.
1: I know. (laughs) I can't can't imagine him in a
0: fight. pardon me. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me. I
1: who are you? (laughs) Why are you so angry? (laughs) So these these girls were angry. They drove away. um, And this is where Hot Tim really, like, you know, steps up. And, like, um, he waits with me. Like, while the police come, a lot of my friends, like, ran inside, you know, because they didn't want to deal with police are making a police re- report and things like that. And he sticks around, and the ambulance drivers get there first, and... No, I can't really remember. I think they all kind of arrived at the same time, and I basically said, "I'm like, I can't get in. A, I'm not gonna take this to the hospital unless you guys tell me like, hey, this is maybe fractured. I'm like, I don't have insurance. I don't wanna spend money on an ambulance ride. They
0: like, are not cheap.
1: No, and they're like, well, at least come in the ambulance and we can examine you. I'm like, okay, deal. And like, clean, get me cleaned up because there's fucking blood everywhere. And they feel my nose, and then this old, it was like a a young, pretty attractive guy, okay, and then this <laughs> old man. Um, who was just trying to get me laid. Because he was like, I'm like, it's broken. Like, I can tell it's broken. He's like, it's not broken. I was like, yes, it is. And he's like, um, the, the younger guy was feeling my nose. And he's like, no, it doesn't feel broken. And the old guy's like, maybe you should feel it again. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are you trying to like matchmake here? Like, he is cute. And, and then like, he's like, embarrassing the other guy. Like, it's like a father-son dynamic. It was pretty cute. But... <laughs> Then I get it outside, and they they assure me that I don't have a broken nose. They're like, if you it was broken, it would be, like, crunchy, you know? And they're like, yeah, it, it, yeah. and it wasn't crunchy. I mean, it is a little wobbly, you know? But they're basically like, don't blow your nose. So I couldn't, like, blow my nose for, like, two weeks. I <laughs> just, like, had blood clots up in there. It was so disgusting. Ooh. I felt disgusting all week. Yeah, just, like, breathing in iron and just, like, ugh. Oh. And it just, it felt bad. And I go out to make my official police report now, and we've got this... Another situation where it's an older, like, Asian cop, and he's got, like, the little tiny bifocal bifo- glasses, you know? But he's, like, super buff. And then there's
0: this young... Um, <laughs> did you burp? <laughs> it's one of those throat things. and yep. keeps happening. like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that. You look them. scared. You're like... <laughs> well, they're so loud. And it's like the fucking mic picks them up. Anyways, get back. Of course. This happens once in episodes. So <laughs> I don't even know why I <laughs> bat an eye anymore, but...
1: <laughs> it's odd. Um... So he's a, he's a one. The older guy is like taking the notes. There's a younger like you know, buff guy. You know, <laughs> again yeah, these guys hunks, are all buff. hunks
0: all night. For you. they
1: do have to work out. Yeah, <laughs> if you are in a police the police force. Um, so they start taking their notes, and the first, the guy is like, okay describe what they look like and i'm like you know again use humor to like defend as a defense right so i'm like they look like lesbians as (laughs) a joke and the young guy kind of giggles a little bit but the old guy seriously starts writing down (laughs) lesbian and then I like laugh even more and i was like he's like what i was like what "What do they look like and i was like then i actually gave a a description right and then he goes all right carbinda i was like no it's corinda and he goes okay carlinda and i'm like Give me that. And I like reach for the notepad and he gives it to me. <laughs> so now I'm just doing a bit with these guys, right? And I was like, all right, Corinda Larson um, started describing what happened. I'm like, I got the license plate number, right? And he's like, okay, cool, write it down. And so I'm like, license plate, like, li- how do you spell license? It's a hard word to spell, right? And he goes, not so easy, is it? <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing here? And I was like, grateful for them to like, maybe have like, like, a a release and someone to, like, joke around and laugh with, but they basically told me, like, I'm not going to get justice here. They're so, like,
0: oh, yeah, certainly not. Yeah, and
1: they were, like, not that they blew me off, right, but I'm, like, I could tell pretty quickly. I'm, like, these aren't the guys that are going to catch the bad guys, you know? That's, like <laughs> Yeah,
0: I had, like, a hit and, hit and run one time where he, like, he, like, blew through a stop sign and swiped the front of my car. Like, we, like, I had stopped. And so he's going, like, 50 and, like, residential. <sighs> And but we got his license plate and we called the cops and then they showed up like forty five minutes later and they're like, I mean, you can file a report if you really want to <laughs> and I was like, Okay, thanks a lot. And it's inconveniencing me. <laughs> like, why did I even wait I thought it was illegal to keep driving if you got hit. there was like a whole thing and so I was like sticking around. I was like, Yeah, they really did not have the time for Did that, that help
1: you out with insurance? What none this is fun party time, but
0: like um, that you did stay and file police for, or like wait? No, for them. well, you know, I actually d- ended up not really. They like their car was pretty fucked up, but the front of my car was it was like the like plastic like um kind of like the like the what is it like the grill or whatever that got like fucked up. But other, I just kind of like picked off the parts that were broken and just kept on. I didn't get it. It's like fix. yeah, what's worth worth your time or energy? It right? wasn't horrible. Yeah, we. I think I kind of let like, – my dad helped me like screw it together, but it, yeah, I didn't fix it.
1: Yeah, you, at first you want justice, like, in the moment, and you're like, they're going to pay, yeah, like, arrest them. he know? got out
0: of the car as a whole thing, he's acting like we did it, and then he goes, oh, so I guess you guys want my insurance then, huh? <laughs> oh. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice. And he gets in the car and just drives away. Wow. But that's why we, we wrote his license, like, we definitely wrote the right license plate down, and then the guys looked it up, and they're like, no, it's wrong. No.
1: So that is a, a lesson I learned from this as well, because they basically said, like, you did a good job getting license plate, but... Next time, if someone <laughs> does a crime on you, you have to take a picture because I guess it's uh, better if they can match the make and model to the license plate, you know, versus yeah. like counting on your memory
0: to have written it down. That's, right. We it's, did. We like did write it down and we were, knew it was kind of dark. So we were like pretty sure it was the color. And I don't really know the model, but it was like a sedan. Or not, and then they were like, well, we looked up the license plate and the, it's it's owned by um, a, a black man in his 50s. But you're describing a white man in his 20s who's 25 so it's wrong I'm like he could have just been borrowing it from the guy like I don't know yeah people
1: have friends like yeah yeah yeah. it sucks justice not gonna get it but Mm -mm. at least talking about it and trying to make some jokes about it makes me feel better um the second i the want sec- them to pay yeah i do i really do especially like i, I do said not feel better i don't i used to have like a smooth nose and i was bumpy and a little cricket and i'm like i want a nose job and i want them to pay for it <laughs> <laughs> like i want them to pay for every cent and i want a boob job and i want a boob job Well, you got at it yeah <laughs> right? on the Pain house and suffering yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make them pay <laughs>
0: live show the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories (laughs) I was on my way to a yoga class and felt a slight rumble in my stomach I lived about five minutes away from the studio so I figured I would unload upon arrival (laughs) as I pulled out on the main street there is an insane amount of traffic I started talking myself down trying to focus on getting to the destination traffic was moving at a glacial pace. Once I hit the first red light, I started sweating and praying to gods I don't believe in. (laughs) It reached an unbearable point to where I fast and furious my way across traffic to turn around and head home. As soon as I started turning, the floodgates opened and I shit my pants as a 26-year-old woman in my car. (laughs) The worst part of this experience... I was trying to sneak back into my five level apartment building without having to run into anyone with poopy pants. <laughs> as soon as I get back, my dog will not leave me alone. Oh no. oh. <laughs> Moral of the story don't wait to shit until you get to your destination. Oh.
1: oh my gosh.
0: Dogs are perverts. And guess what? We have another dog another dog being a pervert. Right? Right here. <laughs> I had, ho- I had house guests and their children staying with me a few summers ago when my dog was going through a very strange period of eating his own shit. Ew. <laughs> Dogs love turds.
1: Yeah, my, my dog loves goose poop. It's like her favorite <laughs> delicacy. It's like
0: fucking weirdo. She slurps it off. Yeah,
1: it's like she's got a f- preference on poop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't goose poop, like, bad, though? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all poop Well, is I just bad. know
0: if you, like, swim somewhere that <laughs> gooses are shitting do you'll get E-coli? the itch or whatever yeah, itch yeah something i just yeah it can't be good as like, any fecal matter and it just doesn't yeah we shouldn't eat it no
1: or swim in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably <laughs>
0: my downstairs neighbor's dog who has since died like when i first moved in i like did the get the cat litter but then i didn't take it downstairs yet and he came all the way up to the top floor and he ate every turd out of the bag <coughs> and then he wandered back I was, down like, crunchy too <laughs> I know they're like little candy bars for him oh, wow. <laughs> achilles <It> was. <laughs> that was his name oh, r.i.p <laughs> <R>. <laughs> at least he got a little treat <laughs> on <of> the way <laughs> oh they're good you know it's like a cat cats are kind of gross too but like my one cat well, David's cat would puke all the time. He's really pukey. And then my cat couldn't wait to eat that puke. <laughs> Ew, he'd
1: be like, give it to me, baby. <laughs> I'd have to
0: shut no. the door so he wouldn't get in there and eat the puke all up. He loved it. was like, I don't know why I didn't just let him eat it. I guess because, yeah, Easier than cleaning it up. Like- <laughs> um, yeah, they have a weird taste. <laughs> okay, anyways, I-, I didn't even finish the story. Okay. So, my dog was going through a very strange period of eating his own shit. We were all sitting around in the living room when my dog came into the middle of the room and did the most disgusting thing I've ever seen and vomited up an undigested piece of turd onto the carpet. (laughs) Are you okay? No. This is so disgusting. That was the first and last time that sweet family stayed with us. (laughs) Oh, no. Are you all right? No. No.
1: You have to, like, love that dog, too. Like, you have to keep taking care of it after it does something
0: like that. Oh, I know. They don't even... Oh, wow. (laughs) Don't think about it anymore. (laughs) Next. Next. (laughs) Next. Please. Please. Yeah, we need a palate. (laughs) Um, Okay, here. This one's different. I was at the beach with my best friend and boyfriend and needed to pee desperately. This was at the beginning of the pandemic, and the beaches were closed, so I couldn't just jump in to pee. Decided to try to go to a local liquor store or bar, but as I said, early pandemic, so every business closed off their restrooms to the public. At this point, I was in physical pain from needing to pee. So I, that's happened to me before when yeah. I was stuck in traffic, and I thought I could make it home And I was at, like, the Irving Park exit, and it was, like, so slow, and I could feel my, like, kid like, my back hurt. Yeah. Like, my kidneys were hurting. Your body's, like, let it out. I w- that's the <laughs> closest I've tight? ever come to pissing my pants like that, and it would have been so much piss. Like, yeah. it would have, like, ruined <laughs> the car. I And I eventually got, I went to the Golden Nugget off Irving Park. And he's like, let me in, please. And they was a sign specifically on the door that's, like, restrooms are for customers. I was like, ma'am, please. Oh God, please. <laughs> I was like, this is an emergency. At she that, was like, I don't give a shit. i put that sign up. <laughs> I don't <just laughs> care. I, I expected her to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the bathroom
1: enforcers, though, they do exist. And we've all ran into them. I'm like, why do you care? Just let me pee. Or otherwise, you're going to have to clean it up off the floor because yeah. I'm going to pee.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, Anyways, So... <clears throat> Um, At this point, I was in physical pain from needing to pee. I was looking for a bush alley anywhere. I found the area between two dumpsters behind an apartment building at 3 p.m. in July near the beach in Rogers Park. I I squat down and pee. Just as I start, I here a group of college kids walk right by me. I panic and ye- I panic and yell, "Don't look at me!" <laughs> as I proceed to pee all over my dress. Oh, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> of all the people who walk by college kids, yeah. it's like worst worst case scenario. Yep. <laughs> They're brutal. I guess high schoolers would be worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. High schoolers are awful. <laughs>
0: Our live story comes from KJ Whitehead, KJ hosts Extra Extravaganza at The Martin, and this was recorded in September of 2022. Here's KJ Whitehead. We sold all
1: words for property, but we didn't mean to know anything. To like. All right. So, okay. this is, We got this. Okay, there we
2: go. Oh, there it is. It was lopsided. Now it's not. Alright, this is my first time on the show, and uh, this is different from doing a whole bunch of bits. Now I'm telling a gross story, and I have a lot of embarrassing stories, but I have a gross one. <laughs> now, I've been telling this story for years, but I haven't told it in a little while because it got old to me. So this may be very well the last time I tell this story, which I have titled, A Sunday in January. (laughs) By KJ Whitehead. So January of 2010, I just turned 18 years old so uh it's perfectly like understandable that like now you're gonna buy stuff that you wasn't able to buy at 17 going on 18 or 20 going on 21 and uh me uh if there was any early sign that i was a woman uh that uh, that thing for me to buy at 18 was a vibrator (laughs) which was way too expensive so i went with the dildo I actually really do like dildos and I've had them for years and I've made semi-educational Microsoft PowerPoints about them. <laughs> and I fully support NWEX warring their sexuality or whatever they like in the bedroom. And you know what made this one special was that it was my first. We all can relate to that. <laughs> And I was really good at hiding it. I was still living with my mother at 18 at the time, so like I was really good at hiding it so that she wouldn't find it. Most of all, uh, I didn't use it until she was actually gone and I knew she wasn't gonna walk in on me. Well, one Sunday in January, <laughs> my mom's gone and she's not gonna be back until the afternoon. Uh, so, uh, left with a few hours to myself, I grabbed my dildo, my eight-inch dildo, (laughs) and lubricant, which, as a dumb 18-year-old, was cocoa butter lotion. And I got started. And now I'm realizing that I was receptive of butt stuff at the age of 18. That was a sexual awakening on its own. But seeing that I could take it deeper and deeper further unlock my sexuality that, at the time, my girlfriend wouldn't do. Now, I had mentioned that I was good at hiding my dildo from my mom. I got so good at it, I hid it from myself, and I didn't know where to find it. (laughs) So, this went up, down, up, down. So immediately I started panicking. <laughs> so the thing, when you do butt stuff, you gotta make sure that the bottom of your toy has a flared face. Cause now the flat uh, bottom of this 8 inch dildo is wedged past my second sphincter. <laughs> And I, (laughs) I haven't told this in years. Uh, So I did what any young, like scared queer would do at the time and I called my gay auntie. (laughs) Her name is Kendra and Kendra, uh, you know, she's the only person, like the only person who knows that I have this. So I was comfortable talking to her and plus she's gay. So she came out. Uh, I told her what happened, so she helps me to her car while she's laughing at me the entire time. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: like, waddle waddle, she's trying to hold it in. We get to the car, she tells me to get in, I'm like, easy for you to fucking say. She helps me sit down. And then we haul ass, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> We haul as to uh, the urgent care, which uh, like I'm from the south side of Chicago, but I also like spent about ten years in the south suburbs, uh, this white south suburban Chicago uh, 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 suburb, uh, where in this place, like this is the kind of place where uh, if someone has something to say to you, you're the first to know about it, and that became very clear when I was filling out the form as to what was going on with me and I wrote down for an (laughs) object. Now, I turned around to waddle back to my seat, and before I could sit down, I hear very loudly, very clearly, sir? If you want us to do something about it, you need to tell us where it is. <laughs> in a room of 20 fucking people. I very calmly turn around and write down in parentheses, rectum. <laughs> And then I turned back around and um, I had never seen like two middle-aged white women laugh so much. Like there's some, there are white women in here. Imagine if your mom's had way too much wine. (laughs) That's what happened comes to find out it's past the point of no return so they can't do anything about it, I have to go to the ER. I didn't even have to go to Urgent Care. (laughs) I went through that experience for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't have my insurance information. I'm 18, of course, I don't carry on, I don't carry that shit. and my auntie doesn't know my insurance information, we have to find my ma. Now, I told y'all that it was, that my ma was gone, and that it was a Sunday. And what I didn't tell y'all was that my ma was a pastor. (laughs) We ended up at Alsop, Illinois, in the Lighthouse Church of All Nations, which is a real church. (laughs) That I was a part of my family for many years. Uh, my mom is giving a sermon, so my Kendra left me in the car, and I was left for three hours. I fell asleep, and so Kendra gets the insurance information. We get back into the car, and we're driving on our way to the ER. And as I see behind me, uh, I can see my mom's license plate because she was following close by. We get to the hospital. Uh, Kendra he- uh, helps me inside to the uh, emergency room, sits me down. My comes in, sits on my left. Kendra sits on my right. And we have to figure out who's going to be witnessing the birth of this black baby. <laughs> My ma has seen my sister give birth twice, so she sat this one out. <laughs> it comes out, I heal up and stuff like that, but that's not where the story ends. Here's where it ends. Remember that insurance I mentioned? It was not my mother's. It was my stepmother's who had to tell my dad how much of a dirty slut I am. <laughs> So in came that phone call and my dad was like Do you wanna do 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 you wanna tell me about this? <laughs> to which I responded, no. <laughs> and I never will. <laughs> you all have been fantastic, thank you.
0: Listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Corinda Larson. Yeah, you can find me at Corinda Larson on Instagram. It's pretty
1: basic. It's just at Corinda, C A R I N D A, Larson, L A R S O N. That's my favorite little social media. I put all my links and upcoming things on there. Um, It's the best way to follow me.
0: I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theatre. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.